0: So you're telling me this is us? We're ready to go? It's a Friday? You made it, baby. My name's uh, Raimondo Sanchez. When I work on Hispanic stations. Here at WLS, they call me... I was going
1: to me... say, Bruce, you're <laughs> looking good today, <laughs> well, dude. What you. did you do different? New haircut?
0: <laughs> New haircut. I tend to hit the gym a little bit. <laughs> My name is Ray Stevens. I'm joined here this morning with uh, Judy Pilak. Hello.
1: How are you?
0: I'm well. It's, it's good to finally...
1: Yeah, I've heard a lot s- about you. Uh, and, and Not all good, dude. Oh but come on! Whatever.
0: You can't find anything bad on me <laughs> in this town. Just don't talk to John Howe. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, no, Wendy. Uh, Wendy Snyder's uh, glowing reviews uh, for you, so I'm I'm happy to be here and She's sit wonderful. in sit in for you guys for the day. Um, looks like uh, well, th- th- we know that uh, there's a lot of news going on. We're keeping an eye on. Uh what's going on north of the Cheddar Curtain with the uh, Rittenhouse trial jury is uh, going to be back Monday. We've got some guests lined up to talk about that. We'll talk to the Kenosha County Sheriff this morning at 7:05. Have a little fun. Um and I guess um looking out there at the uh, at the weather and then looking here at the screen. Uh they they say we might get our first dabbling of of snow today. So you got that to work. You got that working for you as you uh, I'm
1: speechless because no.
0: See, I always get a kick out of it. You're, you how long have you, you're from here, aren't you? I
1: am. Yeah. I've lived here my whole life. But, but. I know. What? I know where you're going. You know this it, is. You going. just never get used to it.
0: I know. I uh, do. But
1: in here is the thing. It's, it's November, what, 12th? I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous.
0: We've been living on borrowed time. Yes.
1: And so now, though, that's what happens. You get lulled into it. I'm like, it's not going to snow this year. It is not going to get cold this year.
0: I was, uh, I was riding my bicycle on my big, cyclists i was riding up and down the uh, fox valley path on monday and tuesday it was really in november in november i'm thinking to myself i'm like okay i even posted up a video of me riding because i'm like look at all the people out taking this last Mm. this last bit of this beautiful fall weather in and then boom it changed on a dime yesterday but uh and and have you noticed in 15 minutes so it seems the uh the rain comes the wind whips the leaves come down (gasps) they're everywhere I know we had a little give and take earlier in this week where you said you you don't rake your your leaves. You kind of
1: well, I wait for them to blow somewhere else into the neighbor's yard. Don't think other people don't do yeah. that because my yard is filled with leaves. I have two trees, but other people have a lot more trees. Why do I get all the leaves? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You mark Everyone the leaves. It.
1: You hey. wait for things to die down and then you rake them.
0: I say that about my neighbor Roy. My neighbor Roy Halters, I'm like, hey, that's your maple tree. Get in this yard, and you clean up those maple leaves. That's all there is to it. But uh, with fall comes Thanksgiving. We're, We're ready for the bird.
2: turkey for you let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe <laughs> love
3: to eat the turkey at the table i once saw a movie with betty I don't know why
0: that guy makes me laugh i think eat if you're a moronic middle-aged man adam sandler makes you yes, laugh like will ferrell that
1: is it because uh, he does not make me laugh
0: the uh the price of turkey thanksgiving of course everything is i mean yeah. inflation's at a at a 31 year high we know that things cost more these days uh, although i haven't walked through the uh the poultry aisle and seeing the sticker of joe biden pointing to the turkey saying i did that those are everywhere <laughs> um you, you uh i mean it's probably a, a silly question but are you a big holiday person
1: yes and yeah. i have thanksgiving i actually do thanksgiving so, so is,
0: do you do you do it every year or do you, do you trade it off
1: no i nowadays i do it every year when they, my kids were little i traded a lot more okay. with my cousins right. my sister but now everyone kind of i don't know We've just gone to our own, especially for Thanksgiving. It's just not as big as it was.
0: What's cool about this Thanksgiving and this. Yeah, I I know this audience pretty well. Half the people out there are like, yeah, that's so cool. And then the ladies are like, "Ooh." but um, this Thanksgiving, uh, we have a turkey that my son took. He shot it with his bow and then uh also we are eating uh he he's a he's a hunter
1: from where where was the turkey where did he wisconsin oh, okay
0: and, but but the uh the 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 goose is from yorkville he got his goose in Yorkville and then his deer um that that he uh shot is from woodstock so we're covering the area we have a lot of of natural stuff in the fridge because yeah. i don't know man so I don't you're
1: gonna tr- have a gamey thanksgiving i
0: don't trust this supply chain issue judy <laughs> and if and if and if the world's coming to an end damn it i'm gonna be ready i'll tell you right now but
1: uh okay those turkeys in the wild no they don't they look kind of they're mean Look gamey trawny. you look gamey yeah. but i don't know man fresh i guess how much fresher can you get yeah
0: well, you know the thing is as long as you're as long as you're hunting in an area where there's good corn, it's no really it's really no different than buying something in a store. Yeah,
1: I guess that's true. Where do they get the turkeys? Probably really? from Wisconsin.
0: Exactly. I don't
1: know where my turkey comes from.
0: What's a turkey farm out west? And you can call us this morning at three one two five nine one eighty nine hundred. Is it the Hoka? Is that where you get the Hoka turkey? I, I believe maybe they're out in Elburn. Um, it's it's been a while. Nick, do you know? I know Nick, you know Nick knows his way around this area yeah, pretty I well. I guess but,
1: why wouldn't we have turkey farms in there Illinois? There is a, yeah? The, yeah, the Hoka. Uh, yeah, Hoka. Hoka. H O K A, I yeah. think Something like that. Hoka turkey. H-O-E-K-A, I think. Yeah. I'm going to look it up right Yeah, look now. that up. So what are you saying? I should get my turkey there?
0: Well, you know, if there's a supply chain here, if there's a supply chain issue, Judy, now that we're pals, <laughs> we're besties, I can help you get the turkey.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll go out and what help you. you. How you doing? Who do you know? Who
0: do you know, dude? You don't really think about that. I mean, you know, a lot of people getting ready for the holidays. Some people that are, you know, first daters. Do you bring the boyfriend over? Do you bring the girlfriend over? Blah, blah, blah. But if you bring a dude with a turkey, you know, that's something. You're right. Look, hey, how you doing? Here's your turkey. Oh, my gosh. And if, <laughs> let me just give you a
1: tip. Cook it, too. Because that really win me over. See,
0: now, that's the other thing. And that's probably where I lose the date is because everything has to be deep fried. Yeah, you know, I just, yeah. you know, deep fry that turkey, put it in that, uh, that, uh, oven and cook her up. Uh, young Joey, Joey D, uh, this morning. Now uh, you, uh, young single man, you have a girlfriend. What do you do for Thanksgiving?
3: Uh, I have a girlfriend and recently with her family, I've noticed that she, her parents are separated. Mm-hmm. So instead of just doing like, oh, we'll go to my side this year, we'll go to your side this year. She, uh. She likes to go to one, two, count them, three houses at yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm so sorry. We did okay, so we did that for the first the first year. We did that last year as well. This year, it, no You're not gonna do it's, that. You're no, not gonna roll it, that way. No, Joey D's putting his foot down. I gotta put my foot down because <laughs> No, she agreed to it. I'm not yeah. allowed to put my foot down. Nice. But uh she said I mean we just agreed like it's too much. Yeah. There's no way you can actually make have a fun time, or like even really be there,
0: Joe, let me tell you how old are you
3: i'm twenty three
0: okay let me just tell you something right now. you listen to what she says it's going to be good just listen to her and and whatever she wants, just say yes, dear, because later on in life, when you have to give houses away, it gets painful yep <laughs> <laughs> yep but uh um, so uh, I guess that we have a problem this year with uh with uh, thanksgiving it's going to cost more, and then there's the whole issue of whether or not um you can get what you want to get? Rising prices scaring investors, and and inflation goes up, and now, of course, it trickles down to our Thanksgiving table. Uh, are you concerned with that at all?
1: I'm. A, you know what? I'm concerned about all the talk. I will tell you, I'm a shopper, so I have I've seen turkeys. They're mm-hmm. they're out there. Yeah, it looks good, uh, and actually, I'm. But I'm going to go buy mine today. Okay. Just yeah, because I'm like, you know what? Just to be safe.
0: I heard you saying uh, when, when I was, you know, we're over here and it's a big room and Judy's like, I got to go get my turkey. I'm I got to get my damn turkey. I'm
1: not. I, it's too stressful. Yeah. I'm a little bit stressed out. It's ridiculous. I would not normally buy my turkey now. I would wait, you know, maybe the week of, um, just to give it enough time to thaw if it's frozen. But now, yeah, I got to buy it.
0: Do your neighbors in your, in your neighborhood in this, you know, I, I live out in, in Batavia and, you know, no matter where you at coming in into this city, you know, somebody still has the, the inflatable turkey up. It looks like my neighborhood on so Halloween. So gaudy. And it, it, it I'm does. sorry. It looks like, and I told this to Nick over the weekend, it looks like Menards threw up in my <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> yep. and, was, and And then during the day, the kids are traumatized because the Santa Claus is laying over their deck. <laughs> you know? I heard the neighbor kid, you know, get off the bus yesterday. I was just getting done on my run, and the neighbor kid's like, Mom, what happened to Santa? And I said, Don't worry about him, kid. He had too much Tito's. He'll be fine. He's just like your dad. He'll bounce back in a couple hours.
1: Don't worry about it.
0: But, but, yeah. Man,
1: those inflated are ridiculous. Come the, on.
0: The, in, in, in my neighborhood now, they don't know. They're kind of in a, in a, in a period of confusion because you have the people that put up the ridiculous amount of Halloween stuff. I, I mean, every house now, there was a guy in my neighborhood, actually, you walk by motion uh, uh, sensor, kicked off a, a, a the sound, scared the hell out of my dogs. That's the was, idea. And then there was a box there that said, if you'd like, scan the QR code to make a donation
1: what? for our scene. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay, that's come the, uh, on. Yeah,
0: that's the neighborhood I live in, the Savannah neighborhood, which is fun. If you want to see everybody that's ever been called Karen, go on to the door <laughs> app and look up my neighborhood. Uh-huh. But uh, but that's where we're at. So
1: so get ready for the Christmas decorations then. I guess
0: get ready. You may or may not like.
1: Maybe maybe I want to go drive through your neighborhood.
0: Maybe I shouldn't say this, um, Nick. I'm going to call my agent uh, and mm-hmm. my lawyer, Steve, you just should. to make sure you I don't get clear in it tr- with them. Yep. Because you know how I am. I, I've been in enough trouble. That's why you don't hear me that much on this station. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to say something coming back from the break that might make you love me and it might make you hate me. I think it'll make you like me. The men will hate me even more, but that's okay, because I'd,
1: right. I'd like it
0: better if you like me more yeah, than the men. Yeah. That's at least how I identify. watch your back. Baseball season just got over. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, why do my headphones sound the way they do? I feel like I'm getting... Is that you? Joey?
1: Do you want to stop that? I'm trying, dude. And- I was going to say, maybe it's the voice you're hearing in it
0: being your own. Oh, I hear some weird voices. There's no doubt about that. Joey, is this your uh, your first day running the big board here? What, what's going on here? This is here? the second day yeah? running
1: it. Okay. Uh, yeah,
3: we're still getting the hang of things, but I feel like it's going not too bad. Nothing's on fire. Right. Do me a
0: favor. Uh, that's Joey D. Uh, I'm Ray in for Bruce. Judy's here. Miranda ran Nick is in the news center. Move your headphones back just a little. Let me see your ears. That's all right. I'm good. Uh, I'm not going to. Uh, you're You're wrestler? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a wrestler. Okay, all right. Yeah, I see him here. I was, I was a wrestler. All right,
1: says, whenever uh, you're you have to explain that. Well, whenever one. you, whenever you, you know, you,
0: you know, you look at a guy and you don't want to mess with him if he's got you know messed up ears. And I can tell Joey's a little scrapper over there.
1: Well, but what? I, what's the deal with the ears? Cauliflower
0: ear. He's a wrestler. He's the kid's a wrestler, or he's some kind of a fighter.
1: And oh, you get your ears.
0: You can tell by looking at him.
1: Boxed he, a lot.
3: Yeah. So you get cauliflower. I have from, that from Catholic school. Yeah. yeah, it's that's the same right. thing. You've been, yeah. You means you've been through trauma?
0: Yeah, that's called cauliflower knuckle. You know, from the from the ruler right across it. Right. Yeah, but the reason why Joey was playing the baseball song is because um, I- I've been noticing. Um, first of all, Wrigley's turned into its own little city over there on the uh, on the north side. Right, and uh, they are now getting ready for uh, football to be played at Wrigley. And oh my gosh, if my father was still around, I remember going to see the Bears when they played at Wrigley.
1: I always forget that. Yeah, the Bears played football at Wrigley Field,
0: and then my mom would say, "Well, I remember dating a guy who raced cars at Soldier Field, and they used to have they used to have NASCAR races Did or
1: track at Soldier Circle Field? Track
0: races. Yeah, ovals really at, at Soldier Field. Yeah, Nick, you knew that." No, I didn't. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. those, were, those were the really old days. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. You know, I said I said to my mom. She goes, "I dated the guy that raced." Her. I go, "What were they racing? A carriage and buggy? What? Yeah, go carts." But uh, but no, that yeah, famously, um, you know, before you had all the cool tracks around here, and i don't you know, see, Bruce should know this is that Chicago is actually a pretty cool. Short track racing town. You had Santa Fe Speedway. Santa Fe, yes. Santa oh, Fe, right. And then you had uh, Raceway Park, which was a uh, a big track in the Southland. And, uh, in 1989, I'm, I'm trying to think of who the track champion was. Oh, his name's Tony Meyer. He was the track champion there. That's my girlfriend's dad. It's his claim to oh, fame. Oh, cool. He was a track champ there in 89. Yeah, yeah. 89. Was
1: that like? I'm like yeah, like... that's when
0: I graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Was that more like drag racing kind of? No. Like what kind of racing? Circle drag. track. Oh, Circle track. Circle oh, track. Yeah.
0: Is... Ovals. Yeah, it's it's just a uh, go, you know, go fast, turn left, and look cool—that kind of thing. But uh, but Wrigley, um, they've expanded it. I guess I guess what they had to do to have Big Ten games there or any kind of football game there was they had to m- move it so they could have two realistic end zones with the amount of uh, yardage that you need on each side of the goalpost for it to be safe for whether it's you know, high school, NCAA, or whatever. But you know, I, I just think of the coolest places you can go in Chicago to see a, a show. A concert, uh, a football game. Um, Wrigley's up there now. I'm an admitted White Sox fan, but there here. is, but 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 you got to admit, it, Wrigley feels awesome.
1: Okay, here's how that works: you go to Wrigley once because you got to go to Wrigley, and you're like, ha, oh ah, wow. Ah, and then when you really want to see baseball games, you go to
2: ah, stifle. Come on,
0: you go to.
1: So- I, I'm a, I'm more of a Cubs fan, but I love Sox Park which is what I call it, Sox Park.
0: Well, you can't beat the it's food. So,
1: you can't yeah, beat everything. It's yeah. easy to park. It's easy to navigate. It's, you know, the line. It's just Wrigley is always to me such yeah, well, a pain. Well, if you join
2: us commoners that would just take the red line to the ballpark, yeah. you wouldn't have to worry Still. about parking. Are you,
1: uh, you a Cubs fan, Nick? Yes. Okay.
2: Sorry. Well, that's
0: no, yeah, all I right. You were we, a could, we can get along. Too. We can get along. See, that's the problem with this city. Where's
1: all the uniting? Didn't did, weren't we all supposed to unite by now, dude? You're talking Sox and Cubs. No, Which it's were, never going to happen.
0: But it was going to be better. We were going to unite. But here's the
1: thing: it's you Sox fans. Uh, you hate the Cubs fans with a vengeance. I don't
0: hate anybody.
1: Well, I don't. Well, I think Cubs fans are oblivious or whatever. Because you know, we know that. Well,
0: you go there, unfortunately, you, you go to the game and it's a it's a it's a social event, not necessarily going yeah, to watch the product.
1: Yeah, except when it's not.
0: You know, because you can you can take and you can get rid of all the stars like they did this year, and people still show up.
3: The fun thing about baseball is, like, you can go there to watch the game, but you can also bring your friends who don't care too much about baseball just because the experience alone is fun enough.
0: So yeah. Northwestern's playing there. So I guess my question would be, and you can text it, uh, 312-591-8900. Uh, where is your go-to place if you want to see? Uh, see, I'm a big high school football fan in the Gately Stadium on the south side. Awesome, amazing place to see a game
1: why is that
0: it it's it's in the middle of the it's just it's a it's high school football it feels like it's got a college atmosphere
1: mm. you
0: know going through the metal detectors is a little unnerving, but whatever you got to have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But i mean is it about is it big what's what is it about it's just it's
0: like being in a in a real stadium as opposed to you know some steel bleachers and a vinyl uh, announcer right. booth out in the Th- summer. That seems
1: like it's anywhere you go to south, right? So the southern states. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. their stadiums are like ridiculous. Yeah,
0: high school, Friday night lights in Texas is crazy. Yeah. And a little shout out to uh, to the Boys of Fall that are playing this weekend. Um uh, I believe this is round 3 of your uh, Illinois State Football Championships. Also got to give a little tip of the hat to the swimmers. There's uh, state for them mm-hmm. as well this weekend, but um where you know you could say the same thing for concerts like when i was a kid poplar creek was the place to go poplar it was it was convenient it was yeah. nice you know much to what you just said about uh, uh... Sox park or guaranteed rate or whatever they call it what a waste of advertising dollars that is it's yeah. it's, it's it's comiskey it's Sox park um but it was, you know, uh, um Pablo Creek was wide open. It was easy to get to parking. You could have yeah. fun. And uh and it was just one of those places for me as a kid um that growing up in this area, it was different than coming down say to the what my dad used to call the amphitheater. <laughs> you know.
4: Um
0: the amphitheater <laughs> yeah, the in Chicago. Amphitheater. Yeah. Cuz I think uh, I think I called. I think I saw a show. I think I saw a Rush at the amphitheater in like 1984 and uh, and it still smelled like cows. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I know a lot of people of course see concerts at Soldier Field. I never have, but I would think that would be a cool experience. It
0: is. I saw uh I saw George Strait at Soldier Field. It was really awesome. Mm. Beautiful. It was it was far down into the fall too and I think it was actually the quote unquote Hunter Moon, what they call it. Mm. Oh. And it was it was kind so of one of the cool. It was one of those cool nights. The moon's lofting over Soldier Field. I'm thinking of watching the 85 Bears. You know, play that season and George Strait singing Amarillo by Morning. You know, yeah. I'm just well, like, what more just, could you ask? Just doesn't us. get any better than I this, I know,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, I've seen concerts at Wrigley, and it's fine too. But unless you know, when you're in the seats, the regular baseball seat, it's kind of far. But it was cool. And again, the sound wasn't the best. You couldn't really see, but it's Wrigley, yeah. right? And that that adds to the ambiance. I saw
0: uh, well, Hootie. Uh, at Wrigley, you know, when he was a country act, is Springsteen. Oh, did you really? Not to, not See, I'm not a Springsteen guy. Uh, I know. Seriously. It, and and I I never really. It's not like I don't like him, but I just never got full on into Springsteen where a lot of guys my age did. But I was a I was a Seeger guy. Mm, I was a Bob Seeger guy, and I don't know if that if that's because of the the Midwest
2: deal. You know, yeah. Michigan guy. Yeah. You know. Because isn't Bruce from Jersey? Yeah. We don't like people from Jersey. Uh, The
1: thing I'm not a huge... Someone invited me to the concert. Okay, let me just... Did I not say that up front? I never buy concerts. I don't know that I've ever bought a concert You're on radio. You shouldn't people- have to. Well, no. But people invite me <laughs> all the time. <laughs> wow. I don't That's really want to go, but I go. I'm like, ugh, all
2: right. Used to be a perk, Miranda. I think times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> these times days have changed. Are gone. This is a little thing
0: called COVID, and then this other thing they're always crying about. Oh, the budget. We don't um, have that in the yeah. budget. Hey, by the way, Miranda, did, uh, did uh, uh, the program director give you a little money for uh, peppermint lattes today? She said she um, was going to.
3: I will shoot her a text, and she'll probably give it to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I want a hundred <laughs> bucks for that <laughs> 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 because because not only do we have to go over there and order the lattes, but we have to walk. Judy's got to be compensated.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> okay. Here's the thing: I, I'm not getting a latte. Okay, I'll just take a coffee. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to do anything fancy. Last no. time
0: I was in here, they made me go over and have a. a, a one of those uh, pumpkin, spice, pumpkin spice lattes uh, you know we had been, i'm with
1: nick on this one give me my Folgers yeah. we,
0: we had to do the uh, we had to do the video for content but i i like a peppermint latte mm. and
1: if right. that makes is, me less I, of a is man that Starbucks
0: if or? that makes me less of a man good luck i don't know how i could be less of a man right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the posse up here in the control room too <laughs> <laughs> was that was that michael that was michael yeah hey. he wants and, a call he gave me
1: a latte Michael
0: we can, and sony seems like we've got everybody here good morning guys i'm glad you're there Somebody. Said, "Ah, uh, oh, welcome to W V O N slow jams." <laughs>
3: I'm
1: not cheese, but I can still spin them.
0: Yeah, this is Ray. Baby, love my girl Judy over there. Yo, yo,
1: dude, stop putting me in the mood. Come on, <laughs> come on. I'm at work.
0: Okay, let's uh, quickly get out of that and get to our uh, fisherman update. Here, uh, we have animal <laughs> stories. Hey, did you, any of you guys see the, the 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 picture, the video of the guy? walking to henry's bait shop on the south side pushing a shopping cart with the big head carp in it i
3: mean, no.
0: wait
1: is... the one he caught at, at humble park lagoon yes yes what is in that lagoon
0: that well used to be a gator
1: yeah we had a gator, uh, now, gator we got, uh, now we got the a monster carp
0: uh, you know what what was the name of the guy that was trying to, to to catch that gator out there was it bob was he the local guy oh and then there was, uh, there was the other guy. That Alligator came. Rob, right? Well, well, who was the guy that was from Chicago? He was the expert. He'd go out there as a little kayak with a Zepco 202. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and he had the like treble a Treble hook. Yeah, he had a treble hook out there. He's like, come on, Gator. I'm going to get you. I'm getting you out of there. And he's out there. And, 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 you know, John Garcia from ABC7's out there. And, 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 and this guy comes up empty. And then the dude from Florida comes up. With his beard and his sexy swagger, and he
1: caught it with his hands. He catches
0: it in fifteen and a half seconds, <laughs> and an the alligator bob or whatever the hell his name was. He just went home, and then, and didn't that other alligator dude, the, the alligator hunter that actually caught the alligator from Florida, he found love up here. Ah, he yeah. met his
2: uh, future yeah.
0: wife. Here. Yeah, he yeah. came here. He's looking for the gator in Humboldt was she Park. She's
1: standing on the banks of I, the lagoon, and I don't they know. met. They looked across, and their eyes met. Well,
0: oh. I don't know how it works, but he found love. You know, he found love right there in the banks of the, of the lagoon. You know, Steve <laughs>
1: Irwin
3: said he fell in love with his wife after watching her wrestle a crocodile, so there must be something Christy! about that. Well, that I get.
1: <laughs> that I absolutely <laughs> understand. This one, I'm, first of all, we don't have alligators or crocodiles except in the lagoon. Yeah. But supposedly, right, we don't have them just prowling around here. Not legally. If I, I swear, if one bites me in the lake, <laughs> I am going to be so mad. <laughs>
0: Take you up north. You dangle your toes in the water, and good old muskie will come up and take a. Oh. Yeah, but uh, this, uh, yeah, this big head carp is a uh, is a big it's a fish. monster, right? They Six- think
1: it's going to be a record, sixty
0: nine pounds. Yeah, they say it'll be a state record.
1: It's a lagoon. Yeah. Why are people even fishing in a lagoon? Well, I think people
0: what they do is they give they give Junior or, or you know Missy or Buffy a, a, a you know a goldfish for their birthday or whatever. And then sooner or later, you've got to throw the goldfish out. And, you know, you know, these koi and these carp. How long do we get the Asian bighead carp up here on the lake? Have, have they made their way up yet, Nick? Are Not you yet. Paying? Okay. Not yet. But uh, 69 pounds. What do you do with a carp like that? It's the worst fish ever.
1: Yeah, right? You don't eat carp. Yeah. What What do you do with carp? You're supposed to throw it back in. Well, some
0: people eat carp. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Nick, you seem like a carp eater. No. <laughs> Catfish <laughs> close, line? but no. Yeah, I got him like I should ask my buddy Dale Bowman, who works for the Sun Times about this, because he's a big outdoor guy. And, uh, you know, we, I had him on the, on the Windy and Race show, uh, a week ago Saturday, just talking about how much fishing is improved yeah. in the area. Um, and, and, you know, I can go out to the Fox River, uh, between Batavia and Geneva and catch walleye. Smallmouth bass, mm-hmm. musky on occasion, mm. um, but I am not. I am not going out there with the stink bait and trying to catch a catfish or a little catfish are good or or a carp like this.
1: Uh, can you fish
0: in the Chicago River yet? Oh sure, sure. So that's yeah. all good too. Yeah. You know the Chicago River uh, really produces some some really cool fish, and I did a I did a piece for a, a TV show I was working on, um, and they have these fish cribs. They're basically fish hotels that the uh, city of Chicago has put out there to not only get the fish population up and the species and good species up, but you can go out there in your nitro bass boat or your recon and cast ashore and catch good fish.
4: Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah,
0: and the good thing is when you fillet them, Judy, and you cut them up and you're ready to cook them, you throw a match on them and they light themselves (laughs) on fire and cook themselves.
1: Why do you have to ruin everything?
0: Because that's just the way I roll.
1: I I... I swear in my lifetime i'm gonna swim in the chicago river well why don't you okay Hey, no, be a good bit no. today
0: mm, be a good bit no, today not yet social so media posts but i think we're heading yeah. there it's still warm i mean i mean even on days like today i think the river okay, it's
1: not about the warmth it's about yeah. the river no it, i'm not gonna no the it's clean
0: there, there are rats in there oh the rats aren't in the river they're around the river I once you're in seen you're fine i them
1: swimming the yeah. river
0: so is it like a goal of yours i'm, I'm learning the morning show today yeah. it's, uh, my name's ray Maybe you've heard of me before. I've been in town a couple of years. <laughs> a couple. Um, in for Bruce, St. James. Is he racing this weekend? What's he doing? Yeah, yeah, he's
1: racing all right. I just saw his race car. Yeah. He posted a picture of it. I wouldn't call that a car. What is that called? Well, it a, these big wheels yeah, it's, on it. It's, it's, a,
0: it's a It's a. dirt modified car.
1: Oh, yeah. all right. Pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Pretty cool. Not like racing a snowmobile, you know.
1: Oh, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah! You're a snowmobile racer? No, I, no. I really, I didn't even know that was a thing. No, I'm a am only a world... the
0: Eagle River <laughs> world champion. <laughs> world champion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? yeah, yeah. See yeah.
1: that, and that kind of seems dangerous to me.
0: Yeah, but you got to admit it's kind of sexy. Uh, is it? Yeah, because when you go in a turn and you don't know if the other eight, nine, and ten idiots that are racing with you are going to run you over with all their cleated tracks, right? It just gives you a pause, and it's like anything you're worried about it, it is it is it, your leaves your mind. And it just leaves you wide open, and for a second, you've got no problem.
1: How fast do you go? Uh,
0: depends. Depends what you're riding. And you know, we ride two fifty, three forty, four forty. You could come in at ninety, what? come in at eighty, and come out at a hundred. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. These guys that are racing today are much faster than I ever was. Oh there's my a, gosh! Yeah, I'm a, shocked. Yeah. There's and there's been some historically great racers. Out of, uh, out of Illinois. Goodwin's, uh, out, out of Zion, world champions. Brent Miller, Maple Park, Illinois, world champion. Uh, Raimondo Sanchez, uh, Batavia, <laughs> world champion. One thing about those uh, fighting a line eye is they uh man they play up. Whenever they play a ranked team they seem to do <laughs> really really well. Yeah. You know, and then they play uh you know Mount Carmel and they lose. <laughs> I don't you know, I don't necessarily understand That's it. That's
1: football, right? That
0: is football. Any given Sunday or Saturday in this case. Uh Toys for Tots just got this from a WLSAM 890 listener Toys for Tots coming up 44th annual Chicago Motorcycle Parade. That's all about doing good in the hood. Um Sunday December 5th. Miranda, let's get this up on the uh, socials if you will. I'll give it to you at wlsam.com. Uh, uh, I
1: love that charity.
0: I think it's wlsam890.com because I think if you go to wls, you go to a seed company.
2: Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah, that's a uh <laughs> grass seed company, wls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's wlsam.com.
3: Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. wlsam890.com. No, WLS- it's
2: wlsam.com. <laughs> Okay, you're right now. I've worked here since 2016. Okay. You
0: guys done here? Are uh, 2006. <laughs> the best thing you could do is just... Here. Social media, TikTok, Socials. Instagram, uh, Twitter... Facebook, Ramblin' Ray, find me. I'll have it posted there. Also, um, I'm friends with uh, Pastor Donovan Price from uh, SolutionsAndResources.org. This guy is unbelievable. You know who this guy is, Judy? Yeah. He's a he's a pastor. Pastor Donovan Price works on the, uh, well, he works all over Chicago. And, you know, we have an abundance of violence in this city, obviously. All you have to do is turn on uh, the Nick Gale newscast to hear that. And I'm just mortified mm-hmm. about that little girl story this morning, yeah. uh, you know, with the uh, wheeling. A connection that they found down in Hammond it just breaks my heart we, we we as a people we we need to do better don't wait for somebody, don't wait for somebody to get better. You get better, and yeah. then I think we'll all get better. It just makes me absolutely sick but um um it, it he when there's violence when there's a shooting, and when a when a kid gets shot in Chicago and it happens all the time, he gets there to the scene usually before he tries in his words, he tries to get to the scene before the mom comes screaming and running down the street, mm-hmm. and he will. Uh, be with that family from the time the child is moved to either the hospital or the morgue to the visitation and then to the cemetery. He will take you through that journey and his his wow,
1: so he walks the walk
0: his business is is a little bit you know he 'd like it if business was bad yeah um but he does walk the he'd walk like and to there's a
1: lot of business actually know,
0: there's so many people in this city that are just such b s virtue signalers that that talk a good game. And they're always out there, you know,
1: you know. Here's what we should be doing. Right.
0: But mm-hmm. this guy does it.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, um, he's got a, a coat drive going on. Solutionsandresources.org. If you have a little money, and I know we're all a little tight these days, uh, but if you have a little, and I don't mean tight like cheap, but money's tight. We know that. It's, it, it, things are getting expensive. Um, Solutionsandresources.org. I'm going to help him with this, this fundraiser this year. Um, but we're, we're getting coats for kids in the inner city. And we're not asking for gently used. We're asking for new. Because these kids have never had anything new. And um, if, if we can help put a smile on some kid's face and you sure. can, you know, that, you know, I mean, let's face it, most of us, our, our dogs have coats that they wear that, that cost 60 bucks for God's sake, you know, but uh, if, if we can help them out, solutionsandresources.org, you can get all those details on, uh, on Ramblin' Ray, uh, com. I've got it there as well. Hey, uh, Chicago-based media group, this is one of the, I, I have to say, it's kind of, gives to what we were just talking about people that walk the walk and talk the talk but uh, there was a group yesterday they were all over the news talking about the chicago police department and 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 i know that we have some racial issues in our country i get that but i don't think that it's nearly as bad as everybody makes it out to be you know in our most of us in our daily life we get along with just about everyone there's a lot of people out here that want to make it worse than it is and sometimes that drives me crazy and sometimes when it needs to be said well I'll jump on that bandwagon too but they're calling about how uh, they're calling on chicago to hire more uh police officers of color african american police officers mm-hmm. and i'm thinking to myself okay you can call on whoever you want i mean first of all you need somebody to do the job right whether you're you're you know brown yellow purple white i don't care but Nobody wants to do this job. And, you know, it. It, it we're going to have to fix that. And we're going to have to let these officers, these policemen and women do their jobs. I don't care what color you are. If you're getting out of your cruiser at any one of these cities, in, a, in any one of these, uh, um, you know, uh, wards in any part of this city, you're taking your life in your hand. And then do you have any prosecutor, Kim Fox, that will back you up? and prosecute crime. That's where our problem lies.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been over it and over it and over it. And getting back to the, the officers of color, it's not, you know, I think people will argue that in some of these areas, maybe, you know, especially in, um, you know, predominantly black areas, they want to maybe see a black officer. I, I don't think so. I think they just, you know what I mean, they want to see an officer. It's not, it's, it has nothing to do with the color. It has to do with the, a police officer and community, you know, Not really community-based policing, because I don't know how that works. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, and yeah, I think we've tried and tried. (laughs) But I mean, it's who's saying that black officers want to go into those neighborhoods and be, you know, that's not how it works. It's good policing and good communities. I argue all the time. It's the community. We ask
0: ask people to do things in a split second, and then we get afforded the luxury of being able to see video that's stopped and Mm freeze-framed. Um, I, so I was, easy to then. It is, it is. And I, I went to, uh, 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 commander Denahin uh, is, is, uh, one of the big shots in the Chicago police department. Tom Ahern asked me to come down as a member of the media and watch that Adam Toledo shooting. And I want to tell you that that was a bad thing to see. Um, you've all seen the video by now, but mm-hmm. even when they freeze framed it, I had a hard time. And I, I think my reflexes are pretty good. I do some pretty high level stuff that's a lot of fun and exciting. And I, I mean, I'm on point, but I couldn't quite grasp at what point I'm supposed to say, you know, no, this, this is justified or unjustified. We put these men and women in a position where we're asking them to make decisions that are superhuman. And what we need to do is not only do we need police accountability, we need community accountability. Right. When do we become accountable for any of our reactions and, and to have people say, oh, you know, here at McDonald's. The McDonald's CEO right now is is being uh, uh, chastised because he said that there has to be some parental. Where were the parents? Exactly. Now, now does that hurt feelings? It does.
1: Could Ray it have L- been said better? Maybe. Ray
0: Lopez, Alderman Ray Lopez, said the same thing, and then he gets his ass kicked in his community because he's out there speaking the truth. What we need to do is we need to do a better job. Taking care of each other. We need jobs in Chicago. I've said this all along. We need to somehow change the, the, the way that this city does things.
1: It's not just a police problem. No. It just isn't. And if we keep thinking that, we're never going to solve anything.
0: And, and it's not something that's going to get fixed overnight right. in five it years. It a
1: long time to get here. Or
0: ten years. But, you know, if you stop and think, man, when I was a kid working out here for my dad, we had a, my dad had a sheet metal company and we would work in the city on these buildings that I'm now lucky enough to work in. I worked on. And I remember working down at uh, the Chicago Can Company on Western Avenue. One summer I was there the whole summer. And these people from every race of every color would walk in and out of this building in shifts and they came to a job where they had a good, they had good union pay. Mm-hmm. Um it, it was a job that gave them satisfaction, it gave them something to do and it gave them a sense of pride. And we don't have that anymore. But what we do have is we have these fancy uh big buildings that get built down here. It seems like one after the other. When we don't even need those anymore, they're empty. Yeah. You know, stop our, worrying our
1: priorities about priorities are all so messed up. Stop
0: bringing Google here and I know this is tough, but let's tr- try to get some manufacturing back here. Can we maybe can we maybe manufacture a chip around here so we can sell some cars so the car dealers aren't dying and we don't have these supply chain issues but if you got some stuff like that back into these communities and you put people back to work and i know what people say but it, it we it can get better it, it it'll it'll get better if we let it we can't just keep dividing people and that's yeah. you know again
1: that were we supposed to be uniting yeah where's right. the uniting <laughs> it's well it goes i love that phrase community accountability it it has to start yeah it has to start with people not with the mayor not with the police you know superintendent not with all these leaders the aldermen it has to start right there on your block
0: and i get and i get that there's been a trust issue and i know that not everything is as is, is good as it should be but you know you've got to start there and and you can look up solutions and org, find out about my pastor friend donovan price and if you can spare a coat i think it'll uh it'll go a long way to helping out our uh, city this winter is this thing on i'm nervous
1: sounds ominous
0: <laughs> hey the bulls i'm not a big hoops fan my dad was uh, was a big basketball guy out at riverside field took their team to state wow um, was supposed to play for DePaul, but got uh, drafted to korea and if you want you can log on at uh, my facebook page ramblin ray i did a nice write-up on him yesterday nice. for veterans all state.
1: right make me feel bad because my dad was in korea and i Thought about putting a picture up, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> well, that doesn't make you a bad person. You know person.
1: what? Here's the thing. That's I a bad daughter. I've, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the kind of daughter are you? Here's the thing. I don't know that I've ever wished my dad like a happy Veterans okay. Day because we didn't do that before. Now it's which is yeah. great. It's so great that we are honoring veterans the way we should have always been but we just it was not we didn't talk about it we i forget right. that he was in different generation Korea. man they you know my grandfather talk about was stuff. in world war ii it's, just, it's yep. crazy you know i wonder um
0: yeah i wonder if that was something because my my dad seldom talked about his service to my sisters and i wonder if that was kind of a kind of a generational you know Absolutely. you don't need you don't need to know this yeah, no, it's
1: talk about it Not yeah. like now.
0: well you know and 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 you just brought something up and we're gonna talk to a, a soldier uh, to, to a marine I believe coming up at 805 to just talk about you know where we are with veteran care and veteran suicide and just taking care of these men and women that mm-hmm. come back but you brought up what you just said there they didn't talk about it we're learning now that you should
3: yeah absolutely.
0: Um, but uh, you know dad would would he would tell me some stories and I would just laugh uh, from some of the craziness That, that came out of stories from him being in the military. I think he was in for, for two years. I'm not sure. But, um, just, just the things that we would do. And, and my recollection yesterday to just talk about him, because we did talk about it, talk about it a lot. And he taught me that you thank people for their service. And when we stood on the side of the road and the parades come by, when they, when the VFW and the American Legion men and women came by, buddy, you, you saluted. Yeah. And, and, uh, but, uh, you know, whenever somebody lost something at a party, not like virginity, but like, uh, <laughs> but like earrings or a, uh, you know a, a something. If somebody lost mm-hmm. something in the in in the yard or you know whatever, because we had the mm-hmm. suburban you know suburban kids, and my dad would always be able to find it because he had this way to methodically comb a piece of property. And I write about this rambling ray on Facebook, but the reason I I, I just. You know, as a kid, I just kind of brushed it off like, oh, yeah, here's dad doing his, his thing, looking down at the ground, covering it inch by inch. And it wasn't until I was probably in seventh or eighth grade that I realized he got this this skill from sweeping mines. Wow. And and I think as, as often or as, as recent as 2018, they say there were between a million and a million and a half mines still left in Korea.
1: That is crazy.
0: So, you know, and they they've since... Cleaned them up, from what I'm told. I mean, I'm sure there's still some out there. Princess Diana was big yep. into that. Yeah, though.
1: exactly. And People I tell you lost what, lost a lot of limbs because of that. I mean, everywhere.
0: I miss my dad, but I still would rather have looked for lost stuff with Princess Diana. Um <laughs> yeah. but well, but it was that. you know, but the the things that these men and women you know know they learned, uh, just it's unique. So uh, you know, I, I didn't have the platform of being on the radio, and I know I'm a day late, but Happy Veterans Day. Thanks for your service, yeah, it's Dad. A big happy
1: deal. Veterans Day.
0: And if and if you have never done this. Um I do a thing every Christmas where you go out and you you put a wreath out on a on a headstone at uh, Abraham Lincoln oh, that is National so cool. yeah. It is it, I can't even imagine what it would be like to do that at Arlington but to do it at, uh, at, at, you know, there where my dad's buried, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 amazing. So uh, pay attention to the Rain Windy show or the Windy and Ray show. I'm going to call it Rain Windy because she's hardly here anymore.
1: <laughs> um, and uh,
0: and we'll give you details That's on how the you way to
1: take over. How
0: you can do that? <laughs> I miss my girl Wendy. You know, it's no fun doing this by yourself. It's good to have a team of, of people around you. Oh, well, thank you. How's Randa doing in there, Randa Hey.
1: Okay, good to hear from you. Hi, good super
0: lively. Is that how much Bruce lets you talk, or you can do you can do whatever you want this morning?
3: Well, I have to do the Bruce and James best of okay. best stuff so I have to edit okay. that, and I'm just lost in it right, well, right
0: now. Just do today's show because there's a lot of material here.
3: Oh yeah, just there is. I wish
0: you guys happy with your job, or should I not ask that question? <laughs> I love it. The reason I ask is because workers in corporate America are quitting their job at a record pace. Record pace.
1: It's astounding to me. I've got to believe they're older people, right?
0: You know, I don't know because, okay, my my girl Gina, my best girl Gina, is thirty nine. She probably shouldn't have said that. Well, she doesn't listen to any radio, <laughs> um, but she she complains every day about corporate America, and she tells me, you know, because I'm I'm looking to get back in. And she's like, I don't know why you don't just do this, and you don't do this, and you don't do this. And I'm like, because I'm a radio guy, I'm a am a radio dog. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and but but she has started a side hustle, um, and I'm going to give it a plug here at shopSustainableGrace.com for all your holiday shopping needs.
1: And buy early,
0: shopSustainableGrace.com.
1: But um, <laughs> yeah, well, what what's the product? The product is all. Is she going to make me more graceful? She going to give me grace? You know what she does? She
0: she has for some reason she's. Very churchy, as we like to say. And she has this uh um affinity to make women know that they're empowered and they're worthy and they're strong and you're badasses. Nice. And she's taken this and turned it into a side gig and she's doing really well with it. And, and I'm so I'm, now
1: she's thinking, you know what? I might want to do this for, and, for reels? And
0: so if yeah, for reels in the fields. So, you know, the thing is is that she she now says, okay, wait a second. She's she's brilliant with technology. Most of this is online. She has a deal going on Jane, which is a shopping site on Saturday. She knows exactly what she's got available. She knows how to promote it. You know, she's got my audience that, that, you know, digs her. They love her. So it's just been really kind of a natural deal. And she's looking at this and she's saying, maybe I don't need the hassle of useless meetings. Cause corporate USA still does this, whether it's in person or Zoom. You sit here and you waste each other's time with these dumb mm-hmm. meetings where nothing gets done. Yeah, I always and, liked it when I and, and Judy. You know this better than anybody. The air check session in radio, where you sit down with a boss that can't do the job as good as you can, and they say, "Well, why did you do this at 7.32? I
1: said, "Well, why, didn't why you did not you ask say it me? this way?
0: Why didn't you ask me at seven thirty two? That would have been better." You know, but uh, people, yeah. you know, they get frustrated with that.
1: Well, we've always been frustrated, right? But now people are saying, "I'm frustrated, and I'm not going to take it anymore." That's the difference. We are like, ah, we're just stuck. Yeah. People are like, you're like, you know, you don't have uh, to. You, no, yeah. I've got the side gig and I'm happy. I love doing this. I don't necessarily love doing
0: that. 4.3 million people it's in amazing. August alone walked away I, I gotta from it. I got to tell gigs. you, a
1: lot of people I know who had to go back to the office, not even five days a week. Three days a week they're still complaining yeah uh, it's it's ridiculous yeah, things are, I times are changing it's boring i don't do any you know i sit there and do nothing i sent like a hundred work applications over the pandemic
3: i finally got this thanks to judy Pilak herself here mm, well, and obviously yeah. stephanie thanks don't for
1: don't embarrass me. me
0: don't even get me going about finding yeah. a gig <laughs> <laughs> but judy judy had mentioned something earlier we're going to talk about this later on in the show though because because you told me you're a dumpster diver so am i Ooh. so am i but right, you,
1: you said you're a dumpster diver i'm a garbage picker we're Let's collectors that's straight okay we're, we're in vi- we're, absolutely we're into we're vintage
0: <laughs> out oh, this beautiful the studios are ridiculous this is such a the views
1: hey, are stunning
0: the streeterville area is, is is beautiful you know you don't get the you don't get the riff raft down here if you will and well until I pull in with the with the nifty 150 <laughs> over in the parking lot but um but I guess there's some snow in the forecast and people You're not are guessing
1: there is snow in the forecast people Just are say freaking it.
0: out people are freaking yeah, rip out rip
1: the band-aid off people it's over
0: I love it you know what i you know give me as much snow as possible nope bring it nope, nope. bring it Mm-mm. That way, I don't have to go up, uh, you know, uh, over sure.
1: the. Pretty sure we can take him down right now. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> There's
3: Joey... two of us. Miranda, get in here. Yeah.
0: Joey's over here. He's telling me about his MMA. Yeah, yeah he's a wrestler.
3: You know, get him, Joey. Get yeah. him. You know, Ray just told me once his son wraps him up. Shout out to Ray's son. I don't know yeah. your name yet. Connor. Connor. Shout out to Connor. Yeah. But he said uh, once he wraps him up in the gym, well, you guys spar, right? Yeah. 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 There's nothing you're I done. can do. Nothing yeah. I can do. Yeah. All right, Judy, I'll go for the legs. You and Miranda hold down the phone. Right.
1: I'll poke him in the eye. That's yeah, what I
0: yeah, know yeah. how to do. I know. I'm just your typical fat old radio guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll hold the door open for you guys. Seriously, Thanks, dude, Miranda. you look
1: like no radio guy. I've worked, but i got to tell you, you're pretty
0: fit. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, but go on. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> no, we're done. We're talking uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough to watch this whole deal. Um, my buddy's I, we discuss it. We talk about it. What went on last year, all over the country, was unnerving to a guy like me because I'm a law and order guy. But I don't know and 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 I don't I don't have a way either I'm going to let the I'm going to let the justice system which we have to trust work its way out on this. Mm-hmm. We have to trust the the jury of our peers. We have to trust the system if we don't the system fails. But me personally, unless my family's in danger, I you know, I I'm not going in to a to an area like that. But that's just me. But You know, God bless people that 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 think they're doing the right thing or or whatever. But it's it's tough, and it's it's been messy. With that said, I wanted to give a little call up to uh, to Kenosha Kenosha County Sheriff David Beth is a he's the he's the sheriff you want in your town. He's the sheriff you want in your county because he gets it done. And uh, we talked yesterday, Judy. Before I I said, hey, would you come on and say just you know, are you prepared? What are you going to do? And uh, he goes, I'll answer some questions. The questions I don't answer, we'll just defer to fishing. So, with that said, <laughs> welcome uh, into the show this morning, uh, Kenosha County Sheriff David Beth. Good morning, Sheriff. Good
5: morning, you guys. Uh, let it snow, man. Bring it out. Give me about oh, a
1: Oh, you Wisconsinites. Oh, yeah.
0: Hey, <laughs> when do the trails open there in Kenosha County? Do you know? I think they're open on Saturday afternoon. Are you serious? No, I'm
4: kidding on that okay.
0: one. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you know, I know that up north, once you get to the Northland, they do open on December 1st. So, and then yeah, before no. we, before we talk about the trial and everything that you gotta be sheriffy about, I think we've talked about this before, and Judy and I were talking about this this morning when we're going to the Marsh Cheese Castle and we're on the way to the Broadstop. You see the, uh, the, the things that resemble the train gates, uh, on the entrance ramps to the, uh, expressways, and, I think uh, I've got this right. They close those when the Packers lose so nobody can get up to Green Bay, right?
5: <laughs> hey, you know, this, this late gas by by Rogers has actually made an opportunity for me because State Farm wants to do a sheriff's press discount. And, uh, Good for you. So right on. I, I'm going to jump on this
0: opportunity. Well, you know... It, uh, I've had, I've had the sheriff on with me before and some of the other shows I've done here on WLS and, and it's unique to your situation because we've talked about this before. Obviously you're between Milwaukee and Chicago. And it's like there's a, this little, you know, piece of niceness in between this craziness. You have a lot to deal with. There was an incident just up, uh, in, was it Burlington Sheriff where the perp came from Chicago? He shot a canine dog and you guys had to apprehend this guy that was on a loose from Chicago?
5: Well no, he actually came to Benson's corners right in Highway Fifty in Kiddosha, and uh and we yeah, Chicago gave us the word and, and he shot one of our canines. So yeah, it was, it was our guys that caught him and, and he he I think he was he's a suspect in like three homicides down in Chicago the day before.
1: What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah criminals on... move around unfortunately.
0: What are your thoughts on the yep. prosecution the, the uh <laughs> the prosecution right in Chicago? Do you have a comment on that at all? No. no. (laughs) Can we send Can we send Kim Fox up to your neck of the woods? How would that work out?
5: I don't even know who that is.
0: Okay, you don't uh, want. If
5: you're bringing bringing it up, I don't want. Yeah,
0: that's our that's our state's attorney. You don't want to deal with that. But let's get serious here. I know that uh, that your town, your community uh... it's a little on edge i know chicago is i know that they were talking about uh... extra police force out in chicago this weekend however we now know that uh... the written house trial uh... won't uh, be back into session uh, until monday at least the jury won't deliberate till monday what uh... what are you seeing up there in kenosha and is there can you talk about the preparedness are you are you nervous what's the temperature of the of the county and the town
5: well for the last Year and a half, I've been nervous about every single day I wake up. Uh, but are we are we hearing anything that is that is uh, even remotely close to what happened last year? No, not at all. Not I mean, no, not period. Um, our intelligence says that it's uh, there isn't a lot that at least right now that's planned to, to occur in this next few weeks. Um, I think the weather is going to help, and uh, we in, when I drove through around the courthouse yesterday the reporters and the TV cameras outnumbered everybody in the area about 10 to one. So it is more of a national event. It's more of a televised event, I think, than it is of having uh, any kind of gathering here. But but as far as preparedness, we've been working with uh, our, our local uh, law enforcement agencies around us, state, the state officials, the governor is definitely aware of this and, and prepared to help us, and with federal agents. So we are very, very prepared. Uh, in case something goes south on us, and uh, we hope it don't. We, everything we hear, it's it's not going to, and I'm, I just I keep praying for that.
1: Yeah, well, and that's, that's good to hear, right? I mean, I would have thought you would have been more on edge, but not expecting it is great. Of course, being prepared is even better because, you know, that's always the problem, right?
5: Absolutely. I mean, when it started uh, August 23rd of last year, you know, there, it was just the regular guys on the road, and a few people were called in, and then all of a sudden, all heck broke loose. So it it is um, uh, it's a different setting for us. The the circumstances are different uh, in this than it was last year. So um, we're hoping that it stays true to what we're hearing so far.
0: You know, this is something that doesn't get brought up when we talk about this trial, and there's been, I mean, it's just been amazing to watch. And I got to tell you, I think the defense has done a heck of a job, but if we weren't coddling to protesters last year, if we're not talking about quote unquote peaceful protesters and the police are allowed to do their job, are we even in this situation
5: <laughs> Probably not
0: no yeah no nope. i mean it's it's just Probably not. you know and it's amazing as we've as we've kind of looked at what's happened um in the last couple of years and I just want to cite minneapolis as as One of the places that talked about defunding the police, which for me happened to be the craziest thing I'd ever heard in my life. I'm a law and order guy. But now all of a sudden they want the police back. And I think by and large, um, you're seeing a shift. Do you feel that? I know it's tough to do your job. I mean, we, we see, uh, you know, geez, just the, just the amount of police suicides are amazing and, and, we need to do something about that. It's a tough job here in Chicago. We can't get anybody to do the job, and there's a reason for that. Do you feel the paradigm is shifting at all? Do you feel like your job might be getting a little easier, is it just kind of a kind of a crap show, for lack of a better term?
5: <laughs> no, it kind of it kind of balanced out a little bit over the last year. Uh, I think after the elections were done, after the protests were done, after um, like this case will be done, and, and the Floyd case was done earlier uh, this year, I think it was. Um, it all seems to have balanced out a little bit, but still trying to get people to come in, and and we're doing a big push actually for corrections. Uh, we're doing a, a big push right now, uh, and to get law enforcement to even apply right is difficult. So uh, it is it is changing. It is coming back. We we do have quality people that are applying, uh, but it's uh, but during that during that situation last year, a lot of people in law enforcement that were on the edge, maybe their spouses really didn't want them in that career. That you know they were always hesitant about it. Uh it uh people people left. People retired when they could. People said, I'm gonna go out and work at Snap On Tools or I'm right. gonna do this yeah. kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Like so, everywhere, right?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But in law enforcement it was even it was even greater. We've got mm. probably by the end by the middle of next summer, about a quarter to a third of our of our deputy sheriffs here will be have less than two years on the department.
0: You can deputize me, I'll come up there and roll around in one of those F one fifties. You guys are all welcome to come, and uh, we'll get you in there. And, hey, when you get
5: time, I, I spent 36 hours working as a jailer last week in the jail. But the stories are amazing, and some are really funny and uh, very curious. Uh, hey,
0: you can you can uh, come here. We, make him the Bruce. Uh, you could do the Bruce uh, St. James Criminal of the Day right here. This yeah, is your bet. you don't
1: normally hear a jailer and having a <laughs> great time. Fun. I, I'm all over that.
0: Okay, so well, before.
5: It's I- kind of funny because they didn't know who I was at first. At least the inmates did, but as they did. The stories came out, the questions. The, I don't want to wear someone else's old underwear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is funny. Sheriff Dave,
0: <laughs> Beth from uh, Kenosha, before I let you go, how's that Jordan Love work, uh, era working out for you up there in, in uh, Wisconsin?
1: Well,
5: I'm still sticking to the State Farm thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sheriff, be safe up there, and in, uh, in, uh, we, we have uh, full confidence in you that you guys will be able to handle anything that happens out of there, okay? We're ready. Thanks a lot. All right, be well, pal. Sheriff David Beth here on WLS. Well, you made it to a uh, a Friday here in the city of wind and soon to be the city of snow. Just a little snow. Don't worry about it yet. But, man, those leaves, they came down with a with fury oh yesterday. Oh, my
1: gosh. My neighborhood looks completely different today than it looked, you know, a day ago.
0: I shared a, a video with, with uh, the, the Bruce St. James Morning Show.
1: Mm.
0: Is it the Bruce St. James Morning Show or is it the Bruce and Judy
1: Show? Bruce St. James Show with Judy Pilate Okay.
0: Anyways, shared if you it. With, want to be technical? I about shared it. it with the uh, Bruce and Judy show, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was the I call it the uh, the the, the Ramland Ray one thousand. Yeah, that
1: was quite an invention.
0: So what I did was I took uh, one of my lawn chairs. It's a swivel chair, and I took my. I've got the uh, backpack steel steel uh, backpack blower, not the little like electric blowers most of you guys get at Lowe's or Menards. I've got the big one, like the landscaper. Yeah, all right, because at any time I might have to be a landscaper, <laughs> so I take this thing, I. Put it on full, I lock the throttle in, I put it in the chair, and the chair is whipping around in circles, and uh, and it's clearing the leaves out, and I'm calling it the Ramblin Ray one thousand because this is what I do during the day. I don't have a full time gig. And uh I just wanted to do a video of it, throw a little content out there on the interweb. And uh Gina's working from home, she's in a meeting and she she pauses the meeting, comes outside, and she's like, What in the hell? <laughs> Are you doing? I saw
1: this racket.
0: You know, and the neighbors think I am a lunatic anyway because at any given time there could be motorcycles, snowmobiles, you know, cars making a lot of noise,
1: leaf blowers going round and round. That's what we do. Yeah,
0: you are the next Ron Popeil. I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if you want to see it, maybe maybe Randa can uh, can put it up. I know if you want, put it up at uh, at, at any of the social media sites yeah, at WLS you need
1: to put it up. It's quite entertaining. It's
0: uh, it's the it, it, now it needs some it needs some tweaking. It's the Randle Ray One Thousand. Uh, I can sell it to you. For a grand okay but it's there you, you can sit back you can have your bourbon you can have a tito's and let let it do the work for you it's a conversation piece too. you know Joey the thing that sucks about you know my uh, my yard is I call it the, the six the six fence ranch uh-huh. see Joey here's what happened all right I'm here I'm all ears it's married to a beautiful woman lovely kids <laughs> I messed that up <laughs> I was asked to <clears throat> vacate the home and I did so on a court order <laughs> i had to go buy a house and when i bought this house i found this goofy house it's beautiful it's my home now but it's this crazy pie-shaped lot and adjoining me because zoning seems to be a thing that they threw out the window in the savannah neighborhood i have six different fences around my neighbor around my yard yeah and and those fences keep me from being able to do the judy pilak move where i can just blow the leaves into the
1: neighborhood right right well how about uh, wait for the wind it was Quite windy now, it backfired on me a little bit. First, the leaves all went across the street to my neighbor, so I was like, Yeah, now they all came back. All the leaves from across the street are now on my lot, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of leaves. Yeah, this
0: is why, this is why, and Nick, you know this. Nick, how many bags did you take off your yard the other day? You, you, 46. Me- oh my, Wait, God. Nick, why, and that's half done. Why are Do you,
1: why aren't, live you in the woods? Bur- why aren't you burning the leaves?
2: No, can't burn. Can't burn leaves. Can't Even burn.
1: Out your Poor way? kids you,
2: with you asthma. You know what that is? That's government mm. overreach. Yep.
1: Why is it?
0: <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I I turned into John Hollerford. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that, that they can light the uh, they can light the forest reserves right. on fire every spring, but yeah. I can't burn my leaves?
1: I mean, yeah. they're burning pot, burning <laughs> <their> leaves.
0: <laughs> really? What is that? Is that a, thing. Is that a skunk? The good stuff. Is that a skunk? Yeah. No, it's yeah. a Mrs. <laughs> Nesbitt over there smoking out a The
1: Judy one thousand. The smell of skunk it permeates everything nowadays, right? Yeah. It's amazing. I'm like, Oh that's I go, oh, well, that's not a skunk.
0: Oh, it, it, it is no. It is absolutely. And I don't want to it's sound skunky, like skunky. It is,
1: but it's not a skunk.
0: Are, are you a smoker? Do you do you imbibe?
1: No, I, I never. I never was either. I don't like, it. I, I like that paranoid I feeling. It. What's that? Miranda <laughs> said, "I love it." Quote, Miranda, so, I love it. Uh, so so
3: once I'm Miranda chips, then
0: yeah, you know, but here, <laughs> but no, you know, but there's no difference. I I feel that really. That I don't think it's a gateway drug. I don't think. I don't think you're going to go to hell if you I'm smoke weed. It. You know, what's the difference between smoking a joint and drinking a handle of vodka, which only happens? Thank you. What, you know, what happens in my house is we only, I think we go through a handle every two days.
1: (laughs) Wow. We don't have a problem. We need to be better friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, but you know, it's, it's crazy because this, this past summer, I, I went and got on a crazy fitness kick where I just, I was running and riding every day, but then, Come uh, 7 o'clock at night when the sun's starting to go down, uh, me and the girl would be like, you want to do a mocktail? <laughs> or do you want to do a cocktail? And then yeah. the next thing I know, there's Malibu going in there. I'm mixing mm, up the fresh strawberries yeah. and everything. And it hasn't stopped yet. So the way I look at it is, I don't care about the brain cells anymore. I don't need them. None of us right? have brain cells anymore. if you're anymore. working
1: out, I think you get new <laughs> brain cells. I'm pretty sure I heard that. Yeah, we just amp it
0: up. Yeah. We just say, yeah. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what, you know, my, my deal is, is that, uh, you know, I wanted to have the yard clear so I could get my Christmas stuff going. You, you into the, any of your any of your trees up yet? Anything?
1: Um, no, okay. I do wait until Swear Thanksgiving. God,
0: yeah. How no, many? I'm good. good but the day good. of Thanksgiving,
1: I'll so, put it up. So, I already have it. I bought it last year. Okay. Usually I buy it. How did it,
0: how did it stay green all this time?
1: I know. It's white, actually. So. <laughs> i usually buy a real tree okay. i've been doing that for years i love it i have a little house so i buy a little tree mm-hmm. i'm not about all about big anymore yeah. that's just stupid people and when you realize that you will be free
0: i uh i put my mom's tree up last I, week i saw
1: a picture of it what is it like 90 feet tall
0: 14 feet so oh four- my 14 wow. foot tree you know and i'm
1: impressed that she has ceilings at where home. does she put it Well, she
0: in in the house where she lives
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, she's got vaulted ceilings. ceilings. Yeah. She has
0: big vaulted ceilings. That that house was built after her other house burnt down, and and the only reason it's up because I know people say, "Oh my God, you got to do it after." It's too early, but she's older. I'm mm-hmm. going to say her age because she gets pissed. But uh, she identifies as 65. And I said, you know, I'm going to put this tree up. And I decorate the upper part so she can do the bottom. Nice. But I just wanted to give a little shout-out to WLS AM 890 listeners because we lost our house in a fire in 17. Every ornament on that tree is from a WLS listener.
1: Oh. That is incredible. Is that not the greatest thing? If that's not Merry Christmas, I don't know what is. And,
0: and so while we put this tree up, she, she almost knows to a name everybody that gave her certain specific ornaments. Joe Heinrich in Geneva gave her a... uh uh, uh an ornament for the uh, pipes, the bagpipes, marching uh, the 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 Shannon Rovers, Shannon Rovers. Right. You know, another guy that Aww. was you know gave her a pez, and she's like, yeah, that's the guy from Brookfield. Is so isn't
1: that what the greatest a great story? What a wholesome
3: story. Does she need your... any
1: more ornaments? Yeah. She good? Oh God, my mom will take. Yeah. A, well, fourteen foot tree. I'm yeah. thinking maybe the whole backside is still bare. Well, no, no,
0: it's all. We haven't put up the second tree yet, and then the all third. all right.
1: You're not one of those people. How many? How many do you put up in my house? Yeah. Two. Okay. Mom's I, house. I know people who put one in every yeah. room. Oh my God. I know.
2: You've met my wife.
1: Really? I'm so
0: sorry. (laughs) Oh no! And I
1: love your wife. You know that.
0: It's my favorite time of the year.
1: It is. I'm looking at Joey over here. He's
0: telling me to break. (laughs) What happens if we break late, Joey? um does something happen
1: you go to the i Rome. might i might get sl-
0: a <laughs> i get a slap on the wrist and that'll be it <laughs> me too so so we're now a minute late How's she nothing
1: was- really happens to us first so. yeah you know let's go know. through yeah, the young one's right. back to, back to union, union workers yeah it's fine it's
2: fine <laughs> <laughs> Noth- nothing's it's nothing to see here all
1: right
2: <laughs> that is this is us it's
0: the uh, bruce st james show usually we have a musical interlude but that's joy don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Hey, uh, uh, He's new.
1: Come on. The
3: system, man, I'm telling you.
0: Uh, it's buggy. No, oh, don't
1: ever <laughs> blame the system. No,
0: Joey, the system is cumbersome. I know. I remember it. I remember it. It's okay.
1: Take new it people- like a man, Joey.
0: <laughs> You're doing a fine job. You're
1: doing oh, great, buddy.
0: Yeah. Oh, thanks, Miranda. Miranda, you doing good in there, Randaroo?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I'm going to call you Rand because I've been friends with Miranda Lambert. Oh, and, really? And th- everybody calls her Rand. So I just, for for Miranda, I just love that.
3: My mom calls me Randa, and then my grams calls me Randy. Oh,
0: I want to meet your mom.
3: Interesting. Oh, she's yeah. a great lady. Yeah,
0: I bet. Great lady. What are you doing for Thanksgiving, Miranda? Mom's <laughs> house?
3: Yeah, and then okay. we're also going to go over to my boyfriend's yeah, house,
0: too. Yeah, the boyfriend. Yeah. got to do the two things, just like Joey over here. <laughs> Anthony Napolitano from the 41st is a good guy. I like to call him Naps. We welcome him into to the uh, Bruce St. James Show. I'm Ray, in for Bruce this morning. Judy's sitting over here. Naps, how are you, sir? Good. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show today. Oh, I will
1: just call you Alderman if that's okay.
6: <laughs> Either way, that's fine. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I was saying I didn't know. You know, I kinda you know, up there at the top of my, my aldermatic uh, fantasy team, it's always kind of a tussle between you and Lopez. Who's my favorite? Today it's you because you're here. I think Alderman Ray is down in San Antonio. Don't ask me how I know his mm-hmm. whereabouts. We are that close. Wow, um,
6: a <laughs> yeah, scary. I guy as well. I get along great with Ray. I think he's a great, uh, great Ray. alderman. Does a great uh, job for his community too. He's he's a, he's a go getter.
0: Well, you know because you guys are are you guys are you, there's see, there's something that's not that common anymore in this world, and it's common sense. And you guys have it. And and, and I think it's important that we understand that when things are bad, you got to call it out. When things are good, share in that. But we can't always live a life where we see crime happening everywhere in the city, and we kind of brush it off to the side like it's okay. My goodness, a friend of mine uh, is a radio guy here in Chicago. His name's Maze Jackson. He was at Twenty Fourth and State the other day, and uh, he got carjacked by a white guy. Um, and and it just it it just seems like we become normalized to this activity. Yeah,
1: we're immune to it now.
0: And and I know that that's something that you and uh, and Lopez speak out on. I wanted to ask you. What you thought about this uh this nonprofit these pastors that are calling on Chicago to hire more african American police me I understand I think that I think our police force I think the radio show you listen to I think the news you watch I think it should look like the city I'm cool with that but I think we're also at a time now where in you being a former uh police officer former firefighter it's fun if you really know Anthony sometimes he argues with himself you know how these cops and these firemen are but we can hardly get people to sign up for the job anyway. How how does it look right now for our city to say, okay, we need this or that? Don't we just need bodies? Yeah, we shouldn't be
6: picking and choosing. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of, of serving uh, as a Chicago police officer. I worked with um, every race, uh, creed, culture, religion in the world, and and every man and woman I worked with was was honorable and, and did the job to the fullest. Um, But like you said, right now we can't get anybody to even take this job. What these pastors should be doing is put a lot more emphasis on not demonizing the police and saying these these are you know there's going to be a bad apple in every division of every department of uh, of the city of Chicago as well as every company. But these are not bad people. They're not the enemy, and they should be celebrating our our law enforcement agencies um, and pushing to get more officers uh, to take the job. When I took the test in 1996, I think was the first test I took. I took it with almost 30,000 possible recruits. Wow. They can't get more than 2,000 people to take it. Now we're down to getting less than 1,500 people to take it. So they should put that emphasis and that energy into, into bringing back law and order and, and saying that our Chicago police officers are not the enemy um, and this is a great career path and it's what you can make of it yourself as a good human being um, and, and what career you can have as a great officer. That's that's where the emphasis should be put on. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, pushing, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I,
1: I'm sorry. I'm always disappointed when I hear these, you know, pastors or these community leaders come out and complaining about the police. And I want to hear what they're doing in the community. Are they going to the parents? Are they going to the? You know, the family members who aren't talking about who the suspects are when they see them. Why aren't they focusing more on what I feel like is the ground zero where the community, where the crime is happening and where a lot of the criminals are. And, you know, something happens and nobody saw anything. Well, how does that help anything? The police can't do their job if they can't go after the suspects.
6: Yeah, I agree. And we've said this for years and years you know, there, there's a small handful of pastors in the city of Chicago that, that are on point um, every step of the way. They're in the streets. They're working with the community. They're, they're going against crime left and right. They're talking to the community. But the other bulk of them just publicize what they want. And usually that's when they can get in front of a camera because a police officer did something wrong. We've got 4,050 people shot in the city of Chicago in 2021. Um, and we have more kids killed in the streets in 2021. And you don't see one of them. Uh, I'm sorry, besides a small handful, the rest of them aren't out talking to the parents saying, hey, raise your kids, get them out of the gang life, bring them to the church, let us help us raise raise them, or we'll do it together. It's no, Here, I have a moment where I could be on camera. I'm gonna, I'm gonna demonize the police department again, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to shut down traffic on the highway uh, to do so as well. You yeah, know, what, I, what I don't I, believe in that.
0: What I think happens is, you know, there's such a small percentage of people that cause problems in this city. Yeah, it's I a, mean, we
1: never think about that.
0: It is a small percentage of bad guys, but. They're bad guys, and to get to your point, Judy, if if you know, there's many people that fear retribution. I get it. I was uh, doing a cleanup in uh, Brighton Park, which is Inglewood, with uh, Lopez. We found a uh, we found a pistol within five minutes of cleaning a, a lot, um, but shortly after that, there was a woman that came out, and she was in tears, saying, "Man, I'm I'm so happy." to see you guys in my neighborhood. And, and, and that's what I took from, from that day. And that's what I think about when I think of some of these tough, tough neighborhoods is such a small amount of people causing the problem. There's good people everywhere. And there's more good than bad in this city. But, but, Naps, if, if we can't prosecute criminals, how in the world do we ever rise above this? How do we sit here and we do the same thing over and over again? You know, now thank God the mayor's uh, uh, crime uh, uh, program is going into effect this weekend with snow and colder temperatures. That's the plan. But yep. you know, Monday we'll we'll come around and we'll sit here. There'll be a mother on TV crying. There'll be another kid shot. We keep doing the same thing over and over again because people don't have a fear of prosecution. They don't have a fear of consequence for their actions. And until we change that, aren't we just beating our head against the wall? Yeah,
6: we're absolutely beating our head against the wall. And, and here, think of this as as a business ploy or a business prop- proposition to get someone to join your company. When you say a small number, unfortunately, the city of Chicago has close to estimated, I should say, 170. I'm sorry, 120,000 gang members. What better advertisement do you have as a gang member bringing the new recruit, saying "There's more money in the streets than you're going to make working in a, in, in a McDonald's yeah. or in a store"? And some, and what better uh, um, proposition do you have that? Hey, guess what? When you get caught, you're not going to get prosecuted. So these numbers have have grown each year. So I, I should actually say we we're at 117,000 now. I think we're closer to 124,000 uh, as a guesstimation of gang members. So unless we get a prosecution rate that's actually putting people away, putting them in prison for the crime, that there's a crime and punishment uh, um, uh, incentive, um, these numbers are just going to keep growing and, and we're going to see more bodies in the street and we have to be tougher. We, and, we need a stronger police force.
1: And to be fair, because I made those comments about the community, it, it's like a vicious circle. If you don't prosecute, then I get why you, you don't want to get involved. You know, they're going to be out back on the street in an hour. So it all starts there.
6: Oh, God, you're so right. And here's what I always say. Everyone says the thin blue line. Oh, the thin blue line. You'll never get information on the cops. That's not true. What The thin blue line is it's cops that will stand up and stand on that thin blue line and put their life up to save another life. What the real line of discussion should be, the line in the street the one that, that people won't cross because they're afraid to, to uh, give up a gang member in fear of retribution, which is understandable, exactly what you just said. That's the line that people should be talking about.
0: Talking with uh, Anthony Napolitano from the uh, 41st uh, NAPS, congratulations on the people mover, this high-speed rail that was built between the parking lot and the uh, terminals at O'Hare. I'm going to uh, stop at Carmine's, uh, get some pasta, and maybe you and I can ride that train today and just uh, enjoy the uh, the technology.
6: You got it. We'll look out the window together. We'll look at the beautiful Mm -hmm. foliage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just get a kick out of that. We got the people mover back. Yes, it's been a big day for Chicago. Anything you want to talk about in the war that we need to know about?
6: I'd just like to say we just finished up with our uh, our um, our uh, treats for troops. We collected a, a whole bunch of candy for our military soldiers, um, but now we're starting to ignite the spirit has their uh, toys for tots. So if anyone wants to drop off a gift at our office at 7442 North Harlem, an, un, uh, an unopened gift, um, ignite the spirit collects them and, and gives them, wraps them and gives them to a bunch of needy kids throughout the entire city of Chicago.
0: We like to call that doing good in the hood. Nice to visit with you, pal. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll Thank get you your uh, we'll get your toy drive up at uh, wlsam 890com dot com or whatever the heck the address is. It'll be on the social medias. You can help that weekend show that they just talked about. That's is fantastic. Great. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fantastic. I heard Wendy in there. I don't. I don't know when that was done because <laughs> like, Wendy's been down there for two months. <laughs> you know, the other day we're supposed to do our. We have a, a podcast to say from what we do. It, uh, you know, here, it's called the Winnie yeah. and Ray Unplugged Podcast, and we throw along. It's a lot of fun. So Wednesday, we're supposed to record it at 10 o'clock, and uh, I get out there with the Ramblin' Ray 1000, the leaf blower, and I'm working in my yard. I totally <laughs> forgot. I look at my watch. It's like a... And, uh, you know, she's hitting me up on my phone saying, basically saying, listen, if you, if you're not here in 10 minutes, we're not going to be able to do this. <laughs> But that's how we do it, you know. It's like the two of us couldn't be more unfocused. And that's the beauty. My
1: goodness, <laughs> that's yeah, that's the beauty. It was right a leaf there. blower that <laughs> kept you from your. Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah. out... It, and, and stuff it, happens. But the, the yard was cut. The the lawn was clean today. Mm-hmm. Boom, done. More leaves down. I got to do it all over again. But that's okay. It's not like I'm busy otherwise. <laughs> so uh Thanksgiving coming. Why?
1: Whatever do you mean by that, Ray?
0: Thanksgiving coming to your house?
1: It is. Yeah. Okay.
0: There seems to be some consternation as to. Where I'm going to spend Thanksgiving because my favorite Gina uh, doesn't seem to want to have it at our house. And she's got the extended big Italian family, which I'm really not interested in going and hanging out with all these yeah, yelling go people. go and
1: eat and then you can just leave.
0: But, you know, my mom, I, I told her, I go, well, if, if, if you know, my mom has to be included in some plants somewhere. And quite honestly, I'd rather eat my mom's cooking than anybody else.
1: Well, then, she, she's up the best. to Wisconsin, you go. So
0: it's either that or bring her home, but I don't know if she's going to make me, uh, uh, swab my nose for the uh, hol- for the uh, Thanksgiving uh, uh-huh. gathering. Have you seen this? Yeah, the, the, home test, right? The home test kits are now, you can't get them. You can't get those. Rap- and if you can, they only give you one. there at the local Riberty. Uh <laughs> We'll be using rapid tests to double-check everybody before the uh, Thanksgiving gathering, says Dr. Emily Vohl, president of the College of American uh, Pathologists, who's planning on holiday meal with the six vaccinated family members. Do you have a vax policy?
1: I do. I would like you to be vaccinated to come to my house.
0: Okay. Um, will you swab people? Would you go that I far? I will not.
1: Yeah, I don't think, you know. What I you... will instead lie and say I'm not having uh, Thanksgiving. Exactly. You know, so... And then when the family members who aren't vaccinated find out, well, I'll have to just come up hey, with a new lie.
0: Welcome to my house. Stick this up your nose. Now, that sounds like a Thanksgiving from back in the 90s for me. <laughs> but, but... uh <laughs> But it's like oh,
1: those were the days. <laughs> um have you had the the swab up your nose? It's not fun. Yeah,
0: you know, the swab up the nose isn't isn't uh, isn't uh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be, well, but it's you know not what? fun. Well, it
1: depends. I've had it okay, and mm-hmm. then I've had it oh my god, are you touching my brain?
0: Show of hands in here. Who who is afraid of getting covid in here? Anybody? Anybody you are Miranda?
7: Yeah, because I've had it before. Yeah, it I,
0: looks it looks like you have it now oh wow yeah, are you okay wow, i was
1: right she's calling wow.
0: everybody out you have a fever you look sweaty <laughs> <laughs> rambling more like get. rude ray yeah. <laughs> really? I, I have no we'll i have mess no with f- miranda. i have no fear i love miranda You're I, don't, beautiful.
1: I don't i'm not afraid i don't yeah. want to get it yeah i don't want to yeah, get I it i
3: think it's that i just really don't want to get it because last time i got it it was terrible yeah. i was mm. i had a fever i couldn't think straight yeah. i don't
0: that's my everyday. Welcome to your fifties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never. I, I I don't remember ever being. I, I can't tell you a time in the last five years when I've been sick. Now I've called in sick. I don't feel good. Yeah, but that's because I had stuff I wanted to do. But I don't. You know, I guess I had. I guess I had it because I have the antibodies. So, but I'm, I'm, and you, you know, don't even
1: remember having. I
0: don't. It, so. Well, I so don't. you're
1: very lucky, but you know, obviously there are many very unlucky people, especially those who died.
0: Well, well you know, and that's you know, if you have elderly parents, mm-hmm. and and you know, obviously you want to be very careful Horsome. with them. But then to to my mom, who's I can't say her age, identifies as sixty five. Like I used to tell my dad, how long do you want to live? And it went over quite like that when I asked Whoa, the
1: question. Oh, yeah. I'll bet. <laughs> you asked your mom that yeah and apparently she's gonna outlive you
0: she she went and had the the Mod, moderna shot
1: mm-hmm.
0: got really sick i did too and then my sister I hate to
1: say it but my, it, it only lasts like 12 hours my sister I mean?
0: my sister got it and she got really sick i don't i don't react well to medication
1: but really sick means and i just had the booster and i also yeah. didn't feel well booster so, to the booster booster i yeah. uh you know it allowed me to lie in my bed for about Fifteen hours. Did you no catch one, up on some sleep? No one bothered me. And they were like, okay, Mom, I'm good. And I was just really tired. Yeah. When I say really sick, I may yeah. have the chills. And then as quickly as it starts, it ended. But let me just tell you, that's Moderna. A lot of people on Pfizer never feel anything.
0: And you women, you people. you, you, you never Watch it. Be careful. You never. You, this is a problem with women is you're too busy taking care of everybody else to okay, stop and... Yeah. and, and I'll and, let you say that. You ah, misled yeah. us. But no, really, it, it's, yes. true. And, no, and, it's true. No, it's true. And especially now, after we've come through all this, people have kind of taken their eye off the ball as far as taking care of themselves. Don't do that. Go to the doctor. Yeah. Make sure you're getting all your checkups and everything. But women especially. Um, you know, you're too busy t- looking after, you know, clowns like me to stop and, uh, and take care of yourself. So make sure you do that. I'm glad you got your 15 hours of rest.
1: Ooh, it felt good. Yeah, I bet it did. Yeah. Well,
0: You made it into a uh, to a weekend here on this uh, the city. the uh, The mayor's uh, uh, violence uh, 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 program is going into effect with snow on me. so uh, that's good. So uh, so we don't have to worry about a lot of crime because the snow is on the way. the uh, The cold is coming, but I wanted is that. A- what
1: we have to wish for now? Bad that's weather. That's
0: it. That's what. That's oh. our plan. That's our. You know what? It works.
1: Whatever works. Exactly. I, I mean, thank goodness
0: for the snow. Then all right, let's chalk it up with number sixty two. <laughs> Used to. Prowl the gridiron for the great Chicago Bears. Harvard educated. You don't see that much these days. Harvard educated this guy's really smart. He's still at his playing weight of a 197 pounds, six foot three inches tall. We bring in Dan Jiggins. DJ, hello, welcome to the program. Yeah,
8: all those numbers have changed (laughs) up before.
0: (laughs) How are you, man?
8: I'm doing well, thanks. How about you guys?
0: It's always good to talk to one of the monsters of the midway in the midday. Um, you know the, the the time you put in over there with that horrible, horrible Terry Boers on the score. Um, I, I you know now you get you get some redemption. You get to be on a you know you get to be with us.
8: Oh no, you know I, I was with Mike North as you well know.
0: Oh, that's I think right. Yeah,
8: right <laughs> but horrible. Terry Terry Boers is one of the kind of guys who you've uh, you know you're always glad you got to know, and uh, and we had a great time working together over there on, on the score. Those some great years.
0: So cool. <laughs> to, to be a to be a kid that watched the Bears and, and, and to have my dad be such a fan of these guys, and then they, to get to to be able to call my dad on a cell phone from a golf outing and say, "Hey, here's Dan Jiggett. he was just beside himself. But but Dan, we we wanted to talk to you about this this ridiculous call on uh, on Monday night with the uh, yeah which one <laughs> there were about ten <laughs> it it really was ridiculous, but it really was surreal to see. You know, this guy Cassius Marsh, who is, mm-hmm. I think, with his eighth team in eight years. You know, he's just, he's one of these guys on the NFL salary just trying to make it. He comes out, he makes a play that should win the game for the Chicago Bears. And I guess the untold story, or what people may not have known at the time, is he was released from the Steelers earlier this year, and he just kind of looked over at the bench. Yeah. Like, like, how do you like me now? Basically, he yeah. didn't say anything and they throw the flag and uh, ridiculous call, don't you think? Well,
8: it really was, and then you know, uh, you know, he's a, this guy Marsh is a kick around guy. You know, he's been ninety nine different places, and yeah, he was with the Steelers earlier this season, and yeah, you know, he's probably looking at him going, "See what you missed? I got you back." And and so what? I mean, I don't understand this 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 whole taunting rule. You see things that you say, okay, that's taunting. What he did was not taunting, and and what about you know if they want to try to you know eliminate the unfairness or whatever when they see things that happen on the field, what about the, the sideshow that goes on every time somebody gets a uh, a turnover or an interception you know or yeah. or scores a touchdown and you see the line dance going on and all of that? Stuff? <laughs> a first I mean,
4: down. What's mm. all
8: about? If you yeah. know,
3: okay, okay, I'm talking about when the guys go run down towards the end zone and do the right. canoe. Yeah. yeah.
8: What is <laughs> that? Yeah. Rowing the boat, no, yeah. I mean, Do you know how much effort it must take to plan all of that stuff? I know it's coordinated. <laughs> yeah. They're choreographed.
1: Okay, to. I gotta play devil's advocate here, and <laughs> I'm I mean, being the I know the least about football out of this group, I guess. But really, I mean, come on. He just glanced over, or did he do the look? Ha ha.
3: Yeah. Look what, what I just did. Then that would be taunting, the ref, right? The ref stated that. I
8: mean, he, no, usually taunting though is, is more when you're getting in somebody's face. And you know, like you're right on top of a guy, you just downed him, and you, you, you're standing over him and talking a little smack to him, you know, and then pointing in his face or whatever. When you're 30 or 40 yards away from somebody, it's pretty hard to. That'd be like the fan just turn around and say, oh, that fan taunted me.
0: Really? If you, there was things going on in the stands that were worse than that.
1: Okay, then it begs the question: Was it just? Bad? It was stupid. It was a was bad it call. Bad call, and why were they I mean, just out for the Bears? Did you
0: did you see any of it, Judy? I did. Oh, I
1: did, saw now some when of was, it. Now when I, this,
8: I can't say whether or not they were out for the Bears, all because um, that sounds like you know you're being a homer. Yeah, but I saw too many circumstances where plays were called, uh, you know, penalties were called. That they probably shouldn't have been. Well,
1: again, and, though, and that, why are they just bad well, refs? Actually, this is
8: this is the, the whole thing that's happened after, uh, you know, once the, the season began really, and people started looking at plays much more critically, and you know, and what's called uh, in a game by game officials. And I, it goes back to my mind to what I said for a long time that the combination of the confluence of gambling and and, and the league uh, should never have taken place. Uh, it, it, because it brings certain things to people's minds that makes them think that well, wait a minute is the fix in on this game and then you saw a lot of that after the game when people started asking questions and, and the whole thing the league always was so adamant about was making sure that they kept that out of the conversation because it never should be an issue that and, and now it's kind of this whole area is kind of foggy and that's why I think you started to see a lot of people, Pay a lot more attention to what's called on the field now,
0: uh, DJ. Just b- before I let you go this morning, Dan, the great Dan Jiggins, uh Chicago Bears, had, had seventy-six draft. What were you drafted sixth? You, you had a great career. Let, let me just, let me just, t- tell me one story about a real taunting incident between the Packers and the Bears, maybe at the Old County Stadium.
8: <laughs> oh, see, we never played at county. We always played up in, in Green Bay. Oh, I, I thought, I thought no, they played at county. Played, I think part of the deal was that the Bears always had to play the Packers okay. at Lambeau.
0: Gotcha. So it was a – yeah, I, gotcha.
8: I, I called a bunch of games at County Stadium for the Packers, and uh, that place could get nasty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the crap that goes on in the stands alone. Yeah.
8: It, it, got, it got really ugly. But we always had to play at Lambeau, which was really, very special too. And, uh, you know, it, the first time I went up there, and I'm you know, we're driving in on the buses, and I'm looking at the, you know, the setting. It's really nice. It's a little – the, the stadium is in a little neighborhood, really. Mm-hmm. You know, when you and the buses have to go along all these houses that uh, ring the uh, the drive into the stadium, and you see the kids out and they're playing football and everything. And it's you know one of those fall days in, in Green Bay was just beautiful, you know. And so we're, we're waving at the kids <laughs> playing football, and
0: they fire around and give us the one finger salute. <laughs> <I>
8: said, oh, <laughs> <now I> <laughs>
0: Welcome to Green Bay. (laughs) I know. It does seem like such a friendly place, but let me tell you, if you go up there and the Bears win a game, and they have, and I've been to those games, and when the Bears win, they really get angry really quick. Yeah, but everybody's pretty cool,
8: though, because, especially over the last 20 years or so, because they haven't had too much to be upset
0: about. No doubt. doubt. Uh, And and you know what, really? A guy named Cassius Marsh, i got to buy his jersey on principle alone, man. That dude is just cool.
3: Solidarity.
8: done like him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I got a. That's a lot of tattoo work. Hey, uh, um, tell uh, tell uh, Lauren, your uh, daughter, your beautiful daughter there from uh, the WGN Morning News, that uh, I will send the ten percent booking fee to her this time. Okay. Yeah.
8: Who's demanding it. Yeah, you have, you have you to
0: to uh, You're a blessed man, brother. You're a blessed man. I certainly am. Thank you, brother. Uh, always. Jigs, always good to talk to you, brother. All right, be good. All right, you too, man. Such a good guy. I love, to be able to talk to Chicago Bears players, especially the ones I grew up watching, just makes me feel good. Oh, my gosh. Makes God. Me feel like she, a kid I, you're again. You're beaming. <laughs> <laughs> morning in the big city beautiful morning so far there is that uh, dreaded four letter uh, s word that uh, could be coming to town if that happens judy I'll- on the back of my skidoo we can go for a little ride
1: <laughs> doing a hundred i don't think so no we
0: won't do a hundred not I mean, not we the- wear a helmet right oh yeah Helmet, body armor, all of that you got. Ooh, yeah, after, all right, yeah, body yeah. armor, i meant. Yeah. Not like a, you know, Not like a, you'd see it uh, like at, a, you know, yeah, <laughs> at Medieval Times or anything <laughs> like that, but, you know. Oh, yeah.
1: well, I'm sorry. That's what I thought you meant.
0: <laughs> you see him doing the coverage for uh, Fox when it comes to anything that has to do with fun in Chicago. He's one of my favorite guys in the uh, Chicago media scene. His name's Jake Hamilton, owner of Jake's Takes over there at Fox 32. We bring him in this morning to talk about what's going on in town. Hey, Jake. My man, how
3: are you? Handsome, good to talk to you again, buddy. Be
0: handsome, look at you.
3: I love his energy already. This guy, oh my God. this this guy,
0: you know, this is why TV people are TV people. This guy right yeah. here, and one of the, the my favorite things about Jake is the support that he loans to uh, one of my favorite causes, which is Pets Are Worth Saving Paws here in Chicago. Jake, are your animals in the uh, calendar this year? Oh uh, yeah, you know what? I'm actually emceeing seeing the Paws Furball
7: tonight. So yeah, we've got a great. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I adopted my dog, Daenerys, from Paws about six years ago. And let me tell you, there is not a, a breathing creature on this planet that is more spoiled than that four-legged little pup that is in my apartment right now.
0: I know that. The uh, Paws calendars coming out. We'll give you details on that as it gets closer. But uh, I, I know my dogs are taking a page in that calendar as well. But, uh, buddy, we've got I love,
1: By the way, I love my dog more than I love my children. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. That's, that's, that's normal. Just like that. Just like that. I can't help it. He... He, he listens to me. It's He's, unconditional li- love. Oh, my God. And he doesn't talk back. Uh. Right. He doesn't even bark. Uh. You can't hear and you it. Chose, you chose that dog. You There's chose you. the dog. Oh,
0: my gosh. We don't choose I our did, kids. We just right? get them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Jake,
0: some big box office uh, stuff coming out this week. Tell me about Red Notice with uh, with the wonderful rock and... Uh, and, and uh, um, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, who did a great bit this week with uh, uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, with Will Ferrell, they switched positions on late-night TV. They're uh, doing the publicity for this thing so good.
7: Yeah, you know what? It's a lot of fun. It is, so it's uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot. It is the biggest movie in the history of Netflix. It's a th- it's crazy to think. These are people who have big box office theatrical weekends. All you got to do is sit in your pajamas on your couch and press play it is a lot of fun. Dwayne Johnson plays a federal agent who is chasing the number one greatest art thief in the world, played by Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. And in order to find her, he captures the number two art thief, played by Ryan Riddles and basically says, dude, you know how to do this. You know what it takes to be an art thief. Help me catch her, and I'll let you go. The Rock and Ryan Reynolds have amazing chemistry. Gal Gadot is fantastic on camera. It's big, it's beautiful, it's kind of all over. It's shot all over the world. It's a lot of fun. And, and honestly, any movie where that has that kind of star wattage power, and all you have to do is press play on your remote on your couch, I think it's worth your time.
0: How is it a guy like Ryan Reynolds can be that good looking? And you're, you sit there with your girl, and she tells you how great he is. But yet, to guys, we look at him and we say. Wow, man, this guy's really cool. He's got that thing, that one thing, you know that 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 you just hope for. There, you you can't not like this guy. Well, you tell me, you have it. What is it like? <laughs> oh,
1: that's it's funny. A, it's oh. a curse.
0: It's a Jake, curse.
7: Jake, have me.
1: you ever met him in person, Ryan Reynolds?
7: I have. I actually interviewed all three of them for uh, for Good Day Chicago just a couple of days ago. And, yeah, I've met him in person. And and uh, unfortunately, he is he is uh, as charming and kind yes. and good looking. That's why I, I wish I could have a horrible story to tell you, but but he's honestly genuinely very nice.
1: I didn't meet him. He walked by. He was at uh, the station I was working at, you know, like a year or two ago. And he has what a lot of presidents have. Right. That that star power.
4: Yeah. just
1: i i mean i not i you know i'm kind of a hard ass i'm like yeah whatever but when he walked by literally my mouth was open Uh and i was like wow you are really cute
0: (laughs) now i know you're out on uh you're not on the fox set this morning you're out at the uh, home alone house what are you doing uh, what are you doing up in the northern suburbs?
7: So I interviewed uh, director Chris Columbus uh, a couple of days ago. He directed, obviously, Home Alone. This weekend, believe it or not, get ready to feel old, this Sunday is the 20th anniversary of the very first Harry Potter film (sighs) that he directed. So we oh, talked nice. about that a little bit, but since I had the chance to talk to him, I had to talk to him about directing Home Alone, which just turned 30 last year. He tells a great story about how even he, as a fan, uh, will, whenever he comes to Chicago, his brother lives here, even he will drive by the house and take the, you know, the very cliche, touristy, you know, uh, Macaulay Culkin photo in front of the house. So we talked a little bit about that. So we figured if we're going to talk to him about it, we might as well be standing in front of the house. So here we are.
0: I love it. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just here to say that I'm glad that this Christopher Columbus wasn't canceled. <laughs> well, it's Hollywood, so give it time. <laughs> I see that the uh, Taylor Swift, do you guys follow Taylor Swift at all? She's wonderful. I mean, a lot of people love to not like Taylor. Just I don't know why, but she is a lovely, lovely person. Very smart and a genuine good person. Did you see that she released her uh, re-released her, her album Red?
7: Yeah, yeah, she's taking back control of, of all of her work, and then she also released or is going to be releasing a, a short film which she's announced, uh, which she shot on 35mm, so I, it seems like she's almost kind of getting stepping into sort of the Hollywood world where maybe she wants to get behind the camera. I mean, she's just I don't, I don't understand. I'm with you. I don't know how you don't like her. She's, she's taking control of her own career. She, she writes all of her own stuff. She produces all of her own stuff. She, she, she does her work as she wants to do it. She's not a product of anybody's, uh, anybody else other than herself, and I don't see how you don't
0: respect that.
1: My- I love her, and I would call her salty.
0: My daughter, when I was working in country radio, my daughter met Taylor, which was cool. And uh and I thought, okay, well, her handlers really know what to do with her and put her in the right position to say the absolute right thing all the time. She came out; she knew her name. She she put her hand through my daughter's hair and she's like, "Your hair is beautiful." And and she's everything you want somebody to tell your daughter. Make your daughter yeah. feel like a million right. bucks.
1: Yeah, I think she does wonders for girls.
0: Somehow she gets my address, and on Christmas I get a uh, a Christmas card from Taylor Swift addressed to my Come littlest. On. Yeah, and. Jake, that happened at, at a Soldier Field tour probably 11 years ago, and there hasn't been a Christmas that's gone by that she hasn't got a card from her. What? That's incredible. I, I, I love stories like that. I mean, it's amazing.
1: And you, you credit her handlers. I think it's all her.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, it's her.
1: I think it's yeah. all her. Yeah. That's who she is. Well, brother, I know, really gotta, uh,
0: I know you got to. I know you got to get ready to do a hit, as they call it there on TV. Say hi to that crew over there. I love everybody there, especially the wonderful uh, Sylvia Perez. I appreciate you, man.
7: All right, we appreciate you. Yeah, Sylvia is actually she's going to be co-emceeing the uh, the
0: furball with me tonight.
7: So, All so right. well, be, well uh, you
0: we'll know be what? There, season, and we love you guys. We'll see you there, brother.
7: All right, take care. Have All a right. great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon.
0: Jake Hamilton from Fox Thirty Two covering the uh, entertainment beat here in Chicago, unlike anybody else, and he does it with uh, with such a, 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 a you know a, a young energy. Uh, you know, he, he does it, and he doesn't do it with an ego, which I love. Getting ready to shut this thing down. It's cool to actually not be sitting at home on a Friday, you know. We were talking earlier about, I asked everybody, what are you doing the weekend? And we got to talking about things. And, and Judy, we, 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 we never talked, and I meant to do this earlier about our, our collecting.
1: Our so, love of collecting. So, so
0: you kind of, now are you a, are you a picker? Or are you a collection of, a collector of certain items?
1: I do all, but I, I do not have any problem admitting that I'm a garbage picker. I have pretty much, Probably done my whole son's apartment in Chicago through garbage picking. You know. Now,
0: when you say, do you actually go up to the curb? Because people in my neighborhood, well, they <laughs> won't you're put... looking
1: at me like, what do you mean, garbage? Well,
0: no. You know, people will put stuff out on the curb. And, and, and this drives, Great my, stuff. This drives my, my favorite Gina nuts because I will stop and look. And she's like, "Well, what are you going to do with that?" I'm like, "Well, the wheels on that Weber grill will work on the wheels that are broken on our yep. hose cart."
4: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you know. And I'm like, "If you go to Menards or to Home Depot when you buy these wheels, they're 14 bucks a piece." Yeah, you know. And and uh, I don't know if you've noticed this lately, honey, but times are a little tight. <laughs> but but and and, Nick- well,
1: and I yeah see I I find great stuff. Yeah, I mean I I'm trying to think of, with my son I I got him a whole patio set the table and four chairs in great shape
0: good time of year for that too because people right now they're That's thinking you know right. what? i'm gonna get a new set for next year i'll just put this out maybe yeah. somebody will take it you can find good stuff oh yeah
1: dressers this is you
0: know nick you know that i i like to do this from time to time and 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 this is a service i offer judy um that if somebody has an old honda 50 uh mini bike oh, right
2: mini trail a mini sure. trail
0: uh, maybe a honda monkey old snowmobile cars that you don't need maybe a, a hammy cuda um i <laughs> will be glad to come get that out of your garage and i won't even charge you right. for taking it away because some people will charge you me i won't do that
1: yeah there's a problem with that it's called like marketplace um you know Give it away. Go get it. Whatever. Offer you know,
0: up. You know what I've noticed on marketplace too is is every now and then you will see a deal on there, and if if the marketplace seller is savvy and his and his uh, his messages are, are popping a little bit, he'll take it off, put it back on two hours later for two hundred bucks more. Yeah. Right. People are getting too damn smart for
1: us. I know. I, I don't know. like that. I, no, I want my stuff free. Yeah, that's how I like it. Yeah. If I can't find it on the curb, I do go to a lot of you know vintage stores or secondhand stores. Mm-hmm. Where I also find really good stuff.
0: Um, now you, you, but
1: you, you're a diver. I, I will. I'll look. I'll look anywhere. I don't know for, if I've ever jumped into a dumpster. I'll look anywhere
0: for anything, um, because people throw out stuff that's cool. I'm into old Tonkas, um, slot cars, things like that. Mm. Just old toys that people don't have any use for anymore. And and
1: and what do you do with those? Do well, a lot of
0: a lot of them I I display. A lot of them I I flip. I flip. You flip them. Oh heck, man! I bought a Tonka, uh, and, and Nick, you'll know this. It's the Mighty Tonka Wrecker. Yeah. Uh, somebody sold me yeah, one yeah. for fifteen bucks. Oh. Clean. It was pristine. Steal of a I'm deal. sorry.
1: Wait, are we talking about that that dump truck I bought my kid when he was little? That it had, it's like yellow.
0: Yeah. Well, this this is bigger. This is orange and white. It's it was toy, a, yeah, right? It's yeah. A,
1: it's a Tonka. It's com- company.
3: The, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I sold that thing for two hundred and fifty. Oh sure, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, um, but I like you know the don't even
1: talk to me about how many radio flyer, this and that I have found on the curb. Oh yeah, wagons and little tricycles. See, people love those Americana. Yes, Americana, baby. Absolutely,
0: that's not garbage picking. You know what that's doing? That's that's being self sustainable.
1: I am helping the community
0: and the environment. That's right. You know, if you take something out of it, think about that. If you take a radio flyer that you're helping, there's no more global warming. You're fixing it. I, you're welcome. <laughs> and Thank me later. <laughs> Nick, what do you got going on this weekend up there in that uh,
2: northwest suburban uh, oh,
0: palatial mansion of yours? Raking leaves again? Raking
2: leaves. Uh, <laughs> Probably another 46 bags oh worth. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll Why see. don't you just
1: leave them? Why do why do we have to rake
2: our leaves? Because uh, I don't want the grass to be dead. Is
1: that That's what happens? For, well, yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, well, yeah. Well, what
0: happens is is the uh, the acidity of the leaves plays hell with your lawn,
2: right? And I've got black walnut yeah. trees too, which makes it even worse. So, so. Would,
0: do you have you put a lot of lime on your lawn? I take it.
2: Uh, there's uh, no, I just follow the regular four step program there, but uh, I can tell you that. The, uh, it, this year was a bumper crop for black walnuts, if you want
1: oh, it Oh, my gosh, uh, it really I was.
0: i got to tell you, I did that four-step, and it didn't work out that well for me. I want to try the 12-step next. Oh, <laughs> that
2: is a different kind of program, but yeah.
0: <laughs> 309, Texas. I'm never doing seven. that one. Hey, Ray and Judy, my Trek 800 came from the garbage. Yeah, it came from the garbage at a bicycle shop. Nothing was wrong with the bike, so I grabbed it uh, with the permission of the bike shop, and away I went. Nice. Well,
1: I hear that. that I, maybe I'm going to start doing that, that some businesses, like, you know, if you go there at night when they're closed, they have thrown out some good stuff.
0: My son, University of Wisconsin, he lived behind the Papa John's Pizza. Oh, here we go. Oh, okay, free eats. I wasn't talking yep.
1: about food, Easy. but Ooh. all right, go for it.
0: So, oh. at, at, uh, you know, right, right before closing time, they would throw out. You know, all the personal pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Him and his buddies would jo- go jump in there, and they would take out probably 30 boxes of pizza a night. Wow. Okay,
3: my friends and I in high school, and I feel safe doing this now. Like, I can't get in trouble for it. We would go to the Dunkin' Donuts used to do this all the time. Miranda, i see you eyeing me in there. What are you going to say? Continue. Okay, Okay. well, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, same thing. They throw out yeah. all their donuts at the end of the day. Right. They're untouched. They're in a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. to ply double plastic bag no problem and you just go in there and we uh we ate some of them we threw most of them at cars because it was funny <laughs> there wow.
0: we go no. and what? as long as you <laughs> as long as you you dump into the uh the dumpster and you've got your mask on you I can't catch work. anything I yeah you'll work. be fine oh
1: my gosh all right i might try it i might try some i uh, try a uh, dumpster donut dumpster, dive. dumpster donuts Dumpster dive donuts. Okay. Or a Papa John's pizza. Or a pizza. I mean, that sounds
0: good, too. Thanks for having me out here today. I appreciate it. Bruce James will be back on Monday. Bruce James. Bruce St. James (laughs) will be back on Monday. For uh, Judy, uh, for Miranda, for Joey D and the crew, have a great weekend. I'll see you here tomorrow between 5 and 7 on WLS.